0: Hello, my lovely, and welcome to the ADHD Entrepreneur. My name is Carrie, and I'm your host and the chief weirdo of Carrie Out Loud. I'm so glad that you found the podcast. And as a woman with ADHD who mentors women with ADHD, I am here to help you harness the traits you contend with and show you how to work with them and not against them. So that way your business will grow and thrive with a lot less stress and overwhelm and you can have a lot more fun. So if that's your jam, you're in the right place. Let's get started. See you on the inside. Hello, my lovely, and welcome back to the ADHD Entrepreneur. I'm so happy that you came back for another episode, and this one's going to be a juicy one because we're going to be talking about a concept that you're probably hearing about lately, but I'm going to take a little bit of a deeper dive into it. Um, And if you're new here, thank you so much for being here. Welcome. I am so glad that you have found this show, and I hope that you enjoy what I am doing here, and that is spreading awareness about ADHD and helping women who have ADHD lean into their strengths, lean into their powers, and create businesses with with that strength focused point of view. Um, Also, if there's something in this episode that really strikes a chord for you, if you would do me a favor and screenshot the podcast, pop it into your stories, talk about what it was about this episode or any of the episodes that really spoke to you and tag me in it so I can say thank you that is the best way that this is going to be spread to more women who either are not sure they have ADHD and are are curious or questioning it or who do have ADHD and they've maybe just found out and they have a business and now they're navigating that with a whole new uh, rule book. So that would be an awesome helper that you could do for me. But It's not required. I'm just happy that anytime you are here and listening, it just it makes my heart so happy. So, let's go ahead and dive into today's topic. So, you have heard, if you are in business, about niche or niche, however the hell you want to say it, about niching down and creating a brand and all that jazz and what i want you to know first and foremost is you are the brand <laughs> you are the niche and what is meant by that is you are going on to social media to be yourself in all of your glory <laughs> and that will allow the people who want to follow you, to find you. And I'm going to get into that a little bit deeper in in a minute. But what I mean by this is that a lot of times when you own a business and you're first starting, especially when you're first starting, you, pardon me, you may come across as an infomercial. Because you're so excited about what you're doing and you're so excited about what you've created that you feel like your job is to just talk about what you do and that's it. Talk about a new program you're putting out. Talk about the method that you use to help people. And those are all great things. Those are very important things. Those are also things that you can put into your Instagram grid and pin in those because you're you're capable of pinning the first 3 posts. You can make any post in your grid pin to the top as one of your first 3. If you look at my Instagram, you will see three posts pinned to the top. What it is I do, who I am as a person, and What it is that I offer, right? So I let Instagram do that piece for me. And that is talking and communicating directly with the people that I am looking to work with. And for me, it is women with ADHD or women who have anxiety. Um, but the underlying factor may be ADHD and they don't know it yet because my whole, one of my purposes is to help women become aware that ADHD is the underlying issue. And that way they can have the proper support, resources, and tools, including medication, therapy, and other modalities to manage it and live better. So that that's really my bottom line, right? When we look at our why, uh, which is something that you do when you're creating your businesses, what's the purpose? What's the deeper reason why you are doing what you're doing? And for me, it is really the fact that this is something that is Finally coming to light for women, but there's not a lot of support around it. And so I am here to do that. So in my grid at the top on Instagram, those things that you need to know about me, kind of like a website, right? At the top of a website you have like your about me, you have the products that, you, <laughs> that are offered, and there may be, a, you know, a founder story. Um, so you can treat your Instagram kind of like a website and have those posts share what it is that you are about and what it is that you do. But When we get to be in infomercial mode, eventually it's a turnoff because here's the bottom line. People want to know who you are. They want to know what you like. They want to know your sense of humor. They want to see behind the scenes of your business. They want to see... Um, your dog, (laughs) I give that example because of, you know, Oliver, he gets a lot of screen time. He's my coworker uh, and my sidekick and they want the people in your stories want, that's where they're getting to know you. So posts and reels and anything that you share in your grid, anything you put out, is to is kind of like your call to the wild, right? It's your way to shout out to your people about what you do, about your sense of humor, about what it is that you are there for, or to make them laugh, or to educate them. Um, and you can even educate with humor, right? So Those things specifically are to bring people to your account so that they will check you out and see what you're about. In your stories, though, that's where they want to get to know you. That's where they want to see your day-to-day things. And I'm telling you, sometimes the most mundane shit is the stuff people want to see. In my first slide, I share what I'm up to that day. And what pieces of my business I'm working on, if I'm watching a Netflix show, you know, I give a little just rundown of what I'm doing that day and saying, hi, good morning. Hello. How are you? And so the the people who are there, I even had a client. She's like, I love that. It's like so fun to read, to just kind of see what you do and see about your day. And that's exactly it is that people are curious, very curious, and they wanna know about who you are. And I'm gonna give you an example of something that just happened to me recently so that you can understand what I mean. I was at breakfast with my friend Pilar and on the menu were pancakes with bacon in them or chocolate pancakes with bacon in them. And I thought, this would be a great poll. This would be a great question to ask because some people might think pancakes with bacon in it is disgusting and other people may think it's incredible. And so I shared about that and put a poll, just a one way or another poll are you team bacon in your pancakes or are you team that's fucking disgusting? I got so much feedback on that. And it was a genuine question. I was curious, like, do you like it or do you not like it? And I love bacon and pancakes. And, and it was a conversation. So one of the things to understand is that your stories, if you make them an infomercial, it's hard for people to interact with you because all you're talking about is the one thing or the things that you're offering in your business. You're not sharing things that can be a discussion, a conversation. Now here's me getting around to what my point is. I talked about the bacon and the pancakes. My son used to love a show called Uh, Adventure Time. And there's this whole song about making bacon pancakes. And I (laughs) screen recorded that. And I shared it because it was hilarious. There's a song about it even. Um, And there was a very solid response to this. But the next day, after not talking about my business or sharing about it, and I'm not saying that you're not going to do that, But what I'm saying is, when people get to know you as a human, as a person, that helps them decide, is this a person that I want to trust with my business, baby? Do I want to trust this person with something that means so much to me? And so after the whole bacon and pancake thing, and then the next day I came in and finished summing it up with showing the, the, the overwhelming response and all of that jazz, I got a DM from somebody who has been following me for a while that I interact with, but I never look at the people I follow and talk to as, oh, I got to talk to this person because they're going to be a client. No. I just talk to them like they're human beings, relate with them, watch what their stories are and see the things that we have in common and really create that community for myself. Because the people in our communities are not just there to do business with, they can become our business besties as well. They can be people who are in the arena with us, which I talk about a lot, right? Having people in the arena with you who understand what you go through as a business owner. Right. And this person who I adore the crap out of came into my DMS and wanted to book a chat with me because the first step in working with me is a coffee. I call it a coffee talk. And I've mentioned that before, but that's the first step because I do not do things one size fits all. Because divergent brains are all very different and have different needs. So, I want to talk to the human, get to know them, and figure out truly what their need is, and then take one of the programs or um, courses that I have and share the correct one with them instead of just dropping random program after random program, right? And sometimes, I have even designed a program for clients because what I had didn't quite fit what their needs were, but because I have such a wide knowledge of business and I have such a wide knowledge of doing business in the online space that sometimes the things I've created don't quite hit what the person needs. So... I will create something for them specifically. And then we go from there. So this is all to make a point. The point is the day before I was talking about bacon pancakes and the next morning, my friend came into the DMs and asked to book a chat with me. And it wasn't me going, work with me, buy my stuff, work with me, buy my stuff, work with me, put in graphics from if you work with a a company, if you're affiliated with a company. No, it's like show up, show your face, show your family, show your dog. You don't have to show your kids if you want to show the back of their heads, whatever. Whatever is most comfortable for you to share, but share it. Because if people are not connected with you. They are not going to want to do business with you. And your sto- your posts and your reels are how people find you, your lives, whatever it is that you do. But you and your stories are why people stay. Give them a good show. And what I mean by that is, show up as you? Who's your best friend? Think of your best friend right now. Would you talk to your best friend the way you talk to your community on Instagram? Would you just be one long infomercial for what you do? Or do you talk about a variety of topics? Think about what those topics are that you talk about often. If you've been around for a while, You know that I am obsessed with live music. You know I mean I'm wearing a concert t-shirt right now. (laughs) You know that I love my dog. You know that I share my husband's love of reality TV because it's hysterical. It's called the Hub's Chronicle Chronicles. You know, humor is is queen. And on Sundays I do serotonin Sundays. And I create my own meme stream, like my own meme carousel, and I bring in other things that are fucking hilarious. And not all of it has to do with my specialty with ADHD. It has to do with things that I find are funny. Because then somebody else is going to go, oh my gosh, I think that's funny too. So what I'm getting at here, what I'm getting at in this episode is that you are why they're there. You are why your community is there. And if you think about some of the like really large accounts, let's say they're selling something, but you think about these really large accounts, they're showing up being themselves. And then from time to time, they will like drop a program or drop something or do something in their email or whatever. And the people that are there in their audience, which may be large, are grabbing it. Why? Because they like and trust and know the person that they're following. They feel connected. And if somebody doesn't feel connected with you, they're not going to stick around. And that's okay We are not for everyone, right? We are not (laughs) for everyone. But let me tell you, I have an engaged audience because I finally started unmasking. Why do I know not to be an infomercial? Because I was one for a long time. And it got me nowhere. But when I finally started peeling away the masks, peeling away the layers, slowly but surely, and for some, it is a slower process than others. For me, it was slow. Until it wasn't. <laughs> I slowly started unmasking. And then all of a sudden, I was having so much fun that the mask just really came off so much easier and I was really able to show up with my sense of humor. Sometimes I'm raunchy. Sometimes I use swear words. Sometimes I share funny, inappropriate things. I don't care because that's what's funny to me. And I want to be able to have people there who relate to that sense of humor or who relate to that we relate as human beings. And so what I want to close with is if you're having a hard time figuring out who you are right now, that can be challenging. It can be challenging to show up as yourself if you're not fully sure who you are. If you're going through that kind of, I don't call it an identity crisis, but just kind of trying to figure out where you are in the world because we do go through those times where we're not quite sure like who we are. So if you're having that kind of an issue, don't worry because you will come out of it and you will understand yourself so much more and then you can show up so much more as your true audacious self and people are drawn to that. There are people for everyone. There are people for you who want to chat with you, who want to relate to you, who want to be understood, to be seen, to feel heard. All of these words, buzzwords, we hear hear them all the time, but at the end of the day, connection is what we are craving. And if the main part of the pandemic taught us anything is how key connection is. It's not about a perfect grid. It's not about showing up with your hair done every day. That's unrealistic for other people for a lot of other people, that may not be a realistic standard. And then they're, you know, sitting there thinking, oh, I have to be this way in order to find my people. Nope. Nope. That is not true. I show up in my hair in a top knot all the time after the gym. But what I'm sharing is meaningful to the community that I have. And so whether it's talking about (laughs) bacon in your pancakes, or your love of musical theater, or that you're a plant lady, or you have 87 cats, or you want to share about the silly things that happen with your kids. You are the brand. You're the niche. You do want to know who you're there to help, and who you want to be of service to. But in your stories, that's where people get to know you. And watching their stories, that's how you get to know them. And let me give you one little pro tip. Go to your story from yesterday, your very first one, and tap on who watched your stories, and watch theirs, and interact with them. Make it a two-way street. As you grow and get larger, that can be more challenging. But this is how you create those relationships and bonds and find people who are not only future clients, but also friends. Bringing social back to social media is where we are now. It's not about perfect aesthetics, it's not about showing up perfectly. And do me one more favor, when you show up on camera, please do not point out the things that are wrong with you immediately. Oh, guys, I have no makeup on today. And, uh, you know, I know my hair is a hot fucking mess. But um, anyway, here's what I'm going to talk about. Nope, don't do that. Because guess what? The woman watching probably (laughs) is in her jammy pants and a a T-shirt with her kids throw up on it. And, you know, she's got her own shit. So just remember that. You're the niche. You get to be you. You get to find the fullest expression of you. You get to have fun. Have some freaking fun. Create things that feel good and feel fun. Okay? Okay? Please. (laughs) Please do it for yourself. Cut the infomercial shit. And be you and show off what you love and find your people. And with that, I see you. I really see you. I love you. I appreciate that you're here. Stay weird. Stay wild. (laughs) And I will see you next time. By the way, I'm rooting for you always. Bye. Oh, hey, you're still here. Well, thank you for listening all the way through the episode. And I would like to ask a little favor of you because I'm trying to get to as many women with ADHD as possible. Please like, share, subscribe, give a five-star review, and you could even post a screenshot in your stories and tag me so that I can thank you because the more women that this podcast gets to, the more we can help women like us. So thank you so much for sticking around till the end. And I hope you have a great day. I'll see you next time. Bye.